0: Helping CEOs and business leaders discover the energy to perform exceptional brilliance and positively impact the lives of those around them. Be inspired by world leaders, game-changing influencers, and next-level gurus. This is the Active CEO Podcast, where the ordinary don't belong. And now your host, CEO and founder of Energy to Perform, international speaker and leadership performance coach, Craig Johns.
1: Kia ora, and hi, I'm Craig Johns. Welcome to episode 109 of the Active CEO Podcast, where we are decoding the next segment of Breaking the CEO Code. And today we're talking about the six principles to be a world-class leader. You know, we see so many people out there who are leading in different capacities around the world. So what is it that really makes a difference when we look at those that are world-class versus those just a good leaders. And so this segment kind of or and part of breaking the CEO code really dives into what are the six key things that are really really important. And the first thing you need to do before this is make sure that you're able to effectively lead yourself. So that was what we talked about in uh, the previous phase where we talked about owning your own influence or the eight ways to own your own influence. And so this is now the next step. So once you can own your own influence, then you can influence other people as a leader. So to be a world-class leader, to me and in the way we've designed this is that there are six key leadership principles. And the first one is purpose. And so I'm going to go through just briefly on these and then we're going to go a deep dive into each one. So the first one is purpose. So How are you going to create a ripple effect through your company, through your community, through your people of influence, based on your real purpose and why? So unless you have clarity on those, it's very difficult to create a ripple effect because people will sense whether you are connected with your why, connected with your purpose, And that you're congruent with that at all times. So the most successful people in the world have absolute clarity on their vision. Right? They have absolute clarity on their vision. And so before you can get that vision, you need to understand why. Why am I doing this? What is something that is so much bigger than just myself? You know, determine what your real purpose in life is. You know, what what work can you do to serve the purpose and leave a positive mark or dent on the world? You know, your why is your purpose, your cause or belief that drives you every single day. In Japan, they have a word called ikigai, which is... A reason for being and that's what the purpose and why is, is the reason for being as a purpose. If it was a company, it would be the reason for existence of that company. All right, so some really key things that you need to identify as a leader. One is your purpose or why. Your second is you need to have real clarity on what your mission is. So what are you setting out to achieve? And then the vision for that in the future. So that real clarity on your vision. And we talked about that. You could have absolute clarity. Can't be vague. Should be something you can remember and rattle off at any moment. And when people hear it, they know exactly what your vision is. So for me, it is transforming influences into being high performing leaders. Okay, that is very clear people of influence, which are CEOs, executives, they might be a mom, they could be a teacher, it could be a coach, people that have influence over other people and transforming them into being high performing leaders. Not high performance leaders, but high performing leaders. And so we talked about that earlier in breaking the CEO code when that's about you know how you turn up and show up as a leader. What is, are you looking after your your health your physical and mental performance how are you approaching the way that you are present and that you are bringing the energy and that you are there every single time to make a difference and take whatever you're doing to a whole new level every single day so really important when we look at say the purpose is a couple of things one what makes you come alive right so to figure out what your why or purpose is. What is that thing, that magical thing inside that makes you come alive when you speak about it, when you do it, You know, what is that real why? And then number two, what are your innate strengths? So this will help you understand your why, when you know your innate strengths, because these will help solidify and will generally be developed around what is your your why as well. And then your third one, where do you add greatest value? So you think about all the things you do in life. What is the thing that you add greatest value? Um, you know, is it that you have a great way of listening? Is it a? Is it you have a fantastic way of um, providing clarity to people on the future? Is it that you um, know lots about? helping people with poverty, whatever it may be, there's something there that you add greatest value around. And think about that as well. And then probably the last thing with regards purpose is you need to be very clear on what your values are. So what are those things that you hold true and that you are congruent with and that um, people know you for? What are those values? You know, Maybe four, five, maybe six values that people really know you for. Now the second phase of being a world class leader is people. And it's all about serving people who matter. And it's really important to kind of understand that our focus is either on ourselves or the 10% of people that who take time away from us. Okay? And we can't do it by ourselves. So we need to ensure that, that our people have the right mindset and that you can work together to produce great things as a team or community or a company. And so thinking about serving people who matter, what does that really mean? Well, let's take a step back. You know People are our greatest assets. When, you, when you're running a community or a company, etc, the people are your greatest assets. And it's important that you have them aligned and working together. Now, you want to create a service mentality. What are they there to serve? And so quite often you'll need to connect their purpose and why with the companies and um, to make that work. But what are they there to serve? Uh, whether it's making a product, what is that in product, How does that serve someone? So thinking about that in mind, if you are customer service, obviously it's around how you can serve the customer on the other end of the line most effectively. So keeping that in mind, I think is really, really important. As a leader, you want to look at having a coach approach as a leader. So having a coach approach means that you ask a lot of questions uh, more than teaching someone or telling someone what to do. So the question approach allows the person you're working with inside your company or inside your team or community to actually bring out and, and, and answer the question, provide the solutions by themselves. So you coach them so they can then grow and bring the best out of themselves. And it, it's, important and you're probably feeling it come through already. It's not about you, right? So it's not about you, it's about everyone else. So it's about how do you create the environment where people feel empowered, that they get to make the decisions and that they feel part of the solution each time. So how can you do that effectively? I think one of the other things to really understand is that people support what they create. And that's kind of that it's not about me aspect. People will support what they create. So it's really important to get buy-in at the right times because people will only support a strategy that they've created. They will only generally support values they have been part of creating. So it's, a, it's something that you need to revisit quite regularly and they may stay the same, right? So when you reflect on something like your mission or vision or your values, as a company, they may stay the same, but you need to get input from people to see whether they feel that are still appropriate or do we need to go into a new direction? Because if they don't have that buy-in, when the going gets tough, they won't really be there for you or be there for the company or be there for the client. So people support what they create. So try and get buy-in wherever you can from your people and make it about them and not about you think about how you can create that environment that is always learning. So what, how can you ensure that your staff, your people, your community are always upgrading, learning, growing. That's really important. You know, people want to get better. So provide that opportunity for them. Now the second, uh, sorry, the third phase now is performance. And the key around performance is enjoyment. So productivity starts with happiness. Because if you think back when you are tired, stressed or worried about something, it's actually quite a challenge to stay focused and complete those tasks. And there's, there's a chemical shift when we are happy because when we're happy we our productivity is a lot easier. We enjoy what we're doing. So make sure that you start the day with something that makes you smile, you feel good, you feel happy and do the same with your team as well. Start the day with the intention of enjoyment and that will more easily flow throughout the day and people will have fun at work. They'll be excited to be at work. They'll get involved at work and get involved with your team or community and what they're buying into. So set that intention That intention is so crucial that you bring that every day and you set that intention for that environment. Now, when it comes to productivity as well as part of this performance aspect, it's quite a challenge sometimes when we've got a number of competing priorities. And so it's important that you figure out how you can actually determine what is more of a priority than another priority. And it's, I, we find that the most effective way of doing that is creating a two by two matrix, a priority matrix, where you compare impact versus effort, because that will really help with the productivity and the actual performance. So the, you want to choose, high priority items or tasks um, that have high impact, but low effort. These are the key ones. If you can get those done, that will help create a momentum on productivity. And then the performance will start to come through and start to shine. But you have got to have fun while you're doing it. So look at how you can uh, as a leader, appreciate the small things and recognize Small wins. It's so easy to keep striving for the big, big gold, shiny thing, the big future goal, um, the big strategic item. But you've got to remember along the way to keep people motivated and encouraged, and, and for yourself as well, that you are recognizing and rewarding and appreciating those small wins and small things. Really, really important. probably one of the key aspects in this area is remembering that simplification is sophistication so how can we simplify something so that it's easy for people to understand because if it's easy for people to understand then it is sophisticated in their mind and has some elegance and sophistication to it the more complex something is the less sophisticated it actually becomes so really useful there. The fourth phase is personality. So it's about unlocking your limiting beliefs. It's around how you set your mindset and how you congruent with your your beliefs, your values. And so a key aspect of that is, is we have these limiting beliefs that hold us back. They're subconscious most of the time. We're not really aware of them. They quite often come from when we are a child or from previous experiences, and they sit in your subconscious and they hold you back. So for me, my biggest limiting belief that we identified Uh, about a year ago was that I had a fear of finishing second best. Right. So I wasn't content with being good. I just had this fear of finishing second best. So when I was in an environment where I respected people, uh, generally peers that around uh, had achieved similar type things or were in the same field, but may have done something just, you know, they may have gone on to coach an Olympic champion or whatever that may be. For some reason, I I started to get nervous in those environments and wasn't able to articulate and wasn't able to speak uh, effectively in those environments. And I felt like I had to prove something to them. So I took that limiting belief and had to rewire my brain around that so that now it's a pleasure and to... I really thrive in those environments now. And and it took someone to really take me through that and change and and look at, okay, what is the limiting belief? And then start to look at what I needed to change and what the end result looked like. So I just had to flip that around. So I started looking at what was the result I wanted. And that was that I get up on stage, I speak in the content and believe in myself and feel energized and that, and knowing that they would appreciate and understand the knowledge and 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 grow and learn from it and then from there I took the action items so I could create my new belief so it's important that you are able to shake those because that has a major effect on who you are as a person and how effective you can be so that personality aspect is you know we're looking at mindset we're looking at your beliefs, we're looking at the congruency, and there's also some vulnerability around that as well. The fifth phase is passion. So how are you being genuine and authentic and bringing that passionate energy to the room? And it's all about influencing from the heart. So as a leader, you need to be able to Um, go deep get into that core and people need to feel that it means something to you and they need to feel that it is your genuine authentic self there every single time you're not hiding behind the mask of being a leader you're actually being genuinely you and congruent no matter whether you're in that leadership role or you're at home or you're somewhere else are you being authentically you and as a leader, from a passion point of view, we need to be that calming influence. So passion is not about rah, rah, rah in your face all the time, it's around how can you be that calming influence when stress comes around, when there is crisis hits, when uncertainty is overwhelming people. How can you be that emotional epicenter so that you can bring and control the emotions in the room through the your influence and your body language and the way you turn up and the way you speak and the way you connect people. So you need to think about what type of influencer are you? Ask yourself that question. What type of influencer are you? Now the sixth phase of being a world-class leader and we're going to break these down and go even deeper over the next six podcast episodes as well. So the sixth one is pioneer. Life is an experiment. So thinking about life is always an experiment. It's not always a success and failure. It is a learning opportunity. So we tend to stop playing innovating creating as we are too afraid of what people will think if we make a mistake be wrong or fail so it's important that we have a personal and leadership growth mindset by approaching everything in life as an experience experiment that we can learn adapt and evolve from so how are you as a leader creating an environment where life is an experiment inside your community or team or company now, it's not about it being a bad thing when someone makes a mistake. It's around how do we learn from it? now if they repeat the same mistake four or five times, then we have a problem and you may need to deal with that in a different way. So as part of this as well as being a pioneering and experimenting, it obviously brings out innovation and creativity. So how do we foster that inside our environment as well? And it's about, ensuring people have your back, ensuring people that they feel comfortable in being able to try something for the first time and be willing to learn from it being vulnerable. And ensure that you help them learn to invest time in things that they are learning and growing from. And it's okay if they try something and they figure out it doesn't work. It's not what's not going to be useful. That's okay. So how are you going to foster that learning environment? you know, creating that experimental environment for people to learn from. So those six phases or six principles to be a world class leader are number one purpose, create a ripple effect. Number two, people to so serve people who matter. Number three, performance. Productivity starts with happiness. Number four, personality. So to unlock your limiting beliefs. Number five, passion. You need to influence from the heart. And number six, pioneer. Life is an experiment. So we're going to break those down over the next six episodes. Now, if you found the episode had a positive influence on you, then please Feel free to share with your community of influence and proximity so they too can be a world class leader. Coming up on episode 110 of the Active CEO podcast, we have Dr. Paul White, who's delving into the five languages of workplace appreciation. This is a game changer. When you understand what People, what, what language people speak that brings them alive, then you can serve them more effectively. And so once you understand what your language of workplace appreciation is, and you can identify in other people what theirs is, then you can make a big difference. So that's a, a great interview, so make sure you check it out. To learn more about breaking the CEO code, then please go to www.craigjohns.com.au or join the conversation on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram by searching Craig Johns or Craig Johns Official. That's it for this week. I am Craig Johns. This is the Active CEO Podcast with Ordinary Don't Belong.
0: Join the Active CEO Movement by visiting www.nrgtoperform.com. That's nrg2perform.com. Share this podcast on LinkedIn and be sure to tag in NRG2Perform. Leave a review on iTunes. Drop us a line with your feedback and questions and connect with us on the nrg to perform Facebook and Instagram pages. Be sure to check out the next active CEO podcast where the ordinary don't belong.